0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting pro, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez, and tonight's guest is Josh Love, who uh, got licensed twice this year, um, I believe at the Sonoma Drift shootout and MDU or the Southwest. I can't fucking remember which shootout. It was two of them. I know he attended three. Two of them he, got, he took second place at. Uh, he was actually on earlier in the year with Justin Chestnut, the guy he's working with who's kind of doing uh, the majority of the work to the car, if not all of it. I'm actually going to reach out to Justin and see if he wants to come on or when he can come on again. Um, so you guys kind of get two different perspectives, you know, one from a driver's perspective, one from the builder of the car's perspective. I think it might be uh, beneficial some way, hopefully. And... A little update on my ship box uh, for anybody that cares. Transmission sitting on the floor right now. That seems to be okay. The engine is on its way. I got a um, tracking number today for it. So obviously, I've been eyeballing that and I will eyeball it until it shows up at my fucking house. Still need a source of clutch. Uh, I reached out to a few companies to see if I can make a deal with somebody. Hopefully I can, because um, that shit is expensive, especially for like a good quality clutch. And then I do still need to source another bell housing, which I may have found um, for a pretty decent price. Hopefully I can go get that. That's another, you know, still bell housing. So if I do blow shit up again, I will be safe. And transmission needs to re- be rebuilt, um, depending on what clutch I get will kind of determine my price for that because if i have to change like my input shaft to a 26 spline input instead of the 10 spline it has now uh that adds a couple dollars and i'm hoping to get out there again at least by fucking december to be driving again because i need seat time my goal is to get a pro 2 license next year so i want to get seat time at any event i can chase as many people as i can and really get dial this car in for next year and kind of just you know hit the ground running next year, hopefully. That's the plan. Doesn't always things don't always go to according to plan, so we'll see how it works out. But thank you guys for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Yo. Whoa there. You answered immediately. I'm ready to party man. Uh, You know, so am I. I hope you're not really drinking white call.
1: No, I have one sitting here just in case though.
0: But you know, this is the only, I, I'm really against it. I tried it. I was like, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> it's not
1: so bad. I had to get off soda and start drinking Lacroix a while ago, so it's like, it's good for the big guys, dude. Hundred calories, two carbs.
0: Just, just drink whiskey, dude. <laughs> Straight <Just drink> whiskey.
1: <laughs> I love whiskey too. And probably. I'm
0: actually drinking Jameson right now, so <laughs> nice. I got uh, yeah. what last night. I got some like Voodoo Ranger, one of the can't like the six packs and i drank Mm -hmm. like five of them and i was like wow shouldn't have did that yeah like double they're like double the alcohol it's a great beer but i was like yep i woke up hating myself
1: yeah i can't do super heady beers anymore really um i don't know whiskey tequila white claw
0: not a tequila fan i'll I'll stick to whiskey but oh man I guess we can still be friends. Yeah, I hope so. What's up, man? How you been? <laughs> been
1: good. Been good. Been been busy. Glad to be back home.
0: Oh, well. At least are you are you making some money so you can compete next year? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope so. There you it's, go. Uh, yeah, definitely definitely requires a lot of backing. So, we're working on all
0: that. Okay. So, uh if you'd like to uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, you've been on the show before, but for the people maybe who haven't heard that episode, you guys can go back and listen to it. It's with Justin Chestnut and Joshua Love. This time we separated it because it is difficult to have more than one guest. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> conversations sometimes don't flow as well. Yeah. But, uh, so go ahead. Who are you?
1: I'm Josh Love. Mm-hmm. Um, Long-time listener, second-time caller. Uh, been drifting for, I think, like five years now. Um, just got done with our first year of Pro-Am, and uh, gonna see where this takes us.
0: And I, what I remember at the beginning when we first spoke is that you actually weren't doing a Pro-Am series, and you hadn't fully committed to the shootouts yet, had you?
1: No, so originally... When we started building this car, we built it to compete in Southwest, okay. and Southwest didn't end up happening as a complete series this okay. year. Um, I remember they it. ended up, yeah, they ended up doing a shootout, um, one of the U.S. drift style shootouts. So once we found out that, that wasn't happening, we just kind of shifted our focus to sign up for as many shootouts as possible and just kind of go about it that route.
0: Okay. I, so, which ones did you do?
1: Um, we did North Dakota, which they signed up as a shootout. Like, I mean, it was like weeks before it actually happened because originally it was just like a cash giveaway event. Um, so we did North Dakota, Sonoma. We attempted to do the Southwest shootout in Colorado, and then we did the last one was MDU. You
0: mean you attempted the South Dakota the the southwest trip (laughs) what ended up happening
1: uh actually we had only real problem that we had all year with the car was the axles and the axle broke one of the axles broke like the morning of comp during practice like literally the last five minutes of practice we lost the axle and ended up not being able to compete which was it which was harsh because like that's that was like my home track like that was the track where I first started drifting.
0: Oh, but, so um, you got that old slap in the face?
1: Yeah, but you know, it's like that being our only issue this year, you know, it's uh, it's not the worst thing that could happen. Um we definitely have it sorted now. Um we know what to do now, but uh it ended up working out for us anyway. Um we took podium at two other shootouts and uh solidified two licenses, so ended up working out for
0: us You holy shit, yeah that's right. you guys did take two licenses. uh What did you guys finish? Did you win one of them? Did you take second? Third?
1: Actually got second at Sonoma okay. and second at MDU as well.
0: Oh sweet. Uh, now would you because I was kind of considering doing that I, was, I I don't know why, but I just feel like it, you raise your chances so much more if you sign up for all of them
1: yeah and they seem you know more pricey i mean it is and it isn't it's a little more pricey because of the travel
0: that's what i was my biggest thing
1: but i mean it really just depends on what you're bringing who you're bringing um so i mean it, it's really just one more day of driving you know with your truck and trailer which is something you have to do to go to a local vent anyway you know yeah. it's just
0: well, not, not me. Some of us live down the street.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't live, like, down the street from any tracks. Like, our closest ones are 45 minutes from me. Yeah. So, it's like, no matter what, you know, you got to load everything and have it ready the night before. and Definitely. So.
0: Yeah, I live 15 minutes from Irwindale. And that's me with the trailer taking the street.
1: Damn, I am jealous. I've, I want to drive Irwindale so bad. Um, but... I don't know what the league's thing is with, like, having Pro 2 drivers drive at their events. Don't they have some kind of rule against that?
0: No. You can drive.
1: Oh, okay.
0: No, I, I must be misinformed. I yeah, I don't know of a single Pro-Am series that um, turns you away for that.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you I must that. have heard
1: wrong. Well, then I'm going to come show up at your home.
0: Yeah, because some guys... <laughs> next summer. Some guys just... Um, like Fielding Shredder, he's had his pro 2 license. I think he's been licensed twice and he does like in tech at Lone Star. And yeah. he just stays at Lone Star cuz that's what he wants to do. Right. I think it's a pro thing. I think it's like you're like pro one, they'll be like, "Hey, come gotcha. on." Gotcha. They're like, hey, "But I don't but that's not don't compete that's not in on writing. This. I've never read that anywhere. I've never For even sure. heard that anywhere. Um oh,
1: I thought I heard it on one of your podcasts, but
0: <laughs> No, but you know I did I did read recently like I think it's top 16 in Pro One, cannot do Pro Two, or something like that. Right. I think right. that's what I read. Uh, I'd have to find it.
1: No, me and Justin were actually talking about this earlier about how if you were under top 16, you could do both, like I think Jeff Jones did. He did. He was doing both for a couple years.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what's your plan? Um, I know you get a little bit in. A little bit in your current car, and what your plans for next year is.
1: Um, so going against the grain of what like a lot of a lot of drivers and builders have told us to do, um, we're actually building a new chassis. It's uh, another E36 though, so we're not getting like out of our realm. Um, but my current car has like they weren't super stoked on the cage and a couple other things. So we're actually stripping down a new shell right now. And basically at some point when it's all caged up and you know the tube rear and tube front are done, we're just going to throw them both up on on lifts and swap over. Swap swap the okay. subframes just like all at once. Um, yeah,
0: that's I don't see that being an issue.
1: Yeah, so it should be it should be relatively easy, but as of right now, um, That's the plan. Um, We're already making plans for Pro 2, um, trying to be super ahead of the game on this and kind of learn, or not learn, but take what we learned from this year and use that to our advantage going into the Pro 2 season.
0: You guys are going to do... Okay, so the cage, are you guys going to make it pretty much similar and just more up to code or are you changing the cage so much where you're going to kind of like tie it more in like more gussets or something like that to make the chassis more rigid or something like that or are you going to kind of keep it the same
1: no it's i mean there was just a couple things that they didn't like like the the angle in the rear um the down bars they didn't like that and then like how the um how the door bars were but there, the, when I bought the car, it was basically stock, but it had a half cage in it. Okay. Um, so we already had a cage in there that we cut out. And then we have this full cage, you know, like a Pro-Am cage that we would have to cut out. And then at that point, it's just, you know, it's, yeah, it's just kind of fixing something that, you know, it's just been fixed so many different times. It's time to just like start fresh, you know.
0: Yeah i I have a like my current car is cut up wrong, so I'm on the fence about it too. And then the cage really sucks. Yeah, but it's tough. It's, I have a, a spare hard. shell though, like a completely spare shell that's just chilling. And I'm really on the fence about doing it, or at least doing it on the side.
1: Yeah, do it on the side, dude. Drive. I mean, you. It seems like you just fixed your car. This last year, I just what? Did you not like just finish your car for this last season? Yeah, it seems like you're just always building.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That no, this right now it's blown up, so I'm in the midst. Oh, God. I'm in the midst of uh, putting it back together. So my engine shipped out today. Actually, I got a tracking number for it. Um, What'd you get? I got an LS2. So I was oh only, yeah. I was originally on an LS6, but. Since, like, you know where the starter bolt's up on the bottom? Mm-hmm. Well, that whole ear was blown off oh, when okay. my flywheel blew up. And I found a LS2 with 109,000 miles that came out of another Cadillac. Some dude wants to go iron block because he wants to push more power. So he sold me that for 1200 bucks shipped just for the short block and rotating assembly. And then, oh, nice. And then the headers for another 300 bucks because because uh, well, my header's blown ev- apart too.
1: And everything else just swaps over.
0: Yeah, so, you know, like the Cadillacs, they they all came with the 243 heads, so obviously those fit on the LS2. Um and then I'm still going to run as much as I can. I do have to I it I don't know what I'm going to do for ECU yet or if I'm going to run um Lingenfelter makes this what would you call it like an not an adapter uh Basically, so your my P59 PCM will breed the 58-tooth reluctor wheel right, and right. Uh, the uh, front cam sensor. That's
1: what we actually run one of those currently. Um, I, we're trying to get... Actually, I might have one for you, bud.
0: <laughs> I'll take it. Um, um, but I heard mixed reviews about it. I've heard that some people, it just stops working for them for whatever yeah, reason. But I haven't dug yeah, into it too deep yet.
1: Yeah, we didn't have an issue with it. Um, it worked great all year. Um, car tuned up nicely. Like, just put it all together and it worked. Um, oh. We didn't have any bugs with it. So,
0: were you on um, drive by wire or drive by cable?
1: Uh, cable. Um, so we have the LS3, and I was we're running the uh, LS1 uh, PCM. Mm, okay. So I gotta so we just to that. Yeah, we were running the Lingan filter, and then all the the LS1 accessory drive because it has a little bit more room up front. So,
0: yeah. So, like, I have the P59, but I have a P59 that doesn't have the option to run uh, drive by cable. I can only use drive by wire. Right, and that is basically a truck throttle body that I have on my car. Right. So yeah, I wasn't.
1: Yeah, I wasn't too keen on the the drive by wire. I know nobody has, like, any real issues with it, but it just always kind of scares me.
0: Honestly, but if I can just change, like, the ECU and buy that module, I'd rather just do that and then just move the knock sensors or rewire the knock sensors to the side. Yeah. I'll be okay with
1: that. Yeah, that's what we did. Um, We're trying to... We're definitely trying to make the move to standalone this year because we were just running HP tuners on the stock PCM. (laughs) Um, There's nothing wrong with it, but um, we're... trying to move to a supercharger setup
0: mm-hmm.
1: pro 2 so it just seems a lot easier just to title and standalone
0: yeah that's what i heard too and then i know that like hp tuners just came out with or not just came out but they now have like a um, a plugin where it will data log live yeah so i was actually thinking about grabbing that too um because i have actually it's not even my hp tuners it's my dad's and uh he hasn't needed it for a while so i've been like playing with it um, but that's probably the plan so I can at least data log it still.
1: Yeah. I ran HP tuners for the last three years since I mm-hmm. had the LS one and originally and no
0: it's problems. been great.
1: It's yeah, no, it's, it's super easy. I love that it's, you know, you just utilize the stock math and it's just pretty plug and play, you know?
0: Okay. I'll probably be asking you some questions, especially about like, I haven't, I haven't done any research. Uh, the, mo- the most I have done is I found out about that filter module. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of, like I haven't really looked to see what to do about the knock sensors. I just that's just what I heard. Like, hey, you just got to rewire them um, and get an actual get the correct ones that go on the side of the block.
1: Yeah, it's not a big deal. That's what it's I figured. Easy.
0: Um, but I'll probably hit you up about that later. Yeah. What what's uh so other than just you know basically building a new car, just fab work and swapping everything over. And obviously, the supercharger you just mentioned. What what on top of that do you plan on um, doing for next year?
1: Um, as far as the car goes, not much. I mean, we did a lot of we did a lot more modifications over this last winter than we kind of anticipated. Um,
0: Build snowball, man.
1: <laughs> it did. Um, we we initially were just going to do the LS3, and then at some point, I decided. Because like the, the gap in Pro am is getting huge, man. I mean like there's some guys out there with, you know, six, seven hundred horsepower and uh
0: Still and not I doing didn't... great. <laughs> yeah. That, God,
1: that... It, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you're gonna be better by Yeah. Any means. But there are some some talented drivers out there with, you know, some, some decent yeah. with some decent backing and, and awesome cars. And they're just out there slaying. So like um we knew that we were only going to be especially up at our altitude in the low 400s. So at some point, I decided, hey, let's do a quick change and definitely threw you know, a wrench in that barrel and went all the way down that route. And then we were getting a T-56 rebuilt, and we went to put it back in the car, and it was broken. And this was like the second or third try on a t56 and justin found somebody on racing junk selling a gsr gsr dog box so i made a (laughs) very poor financial decision and we pulled the pulled the trigger on it um so we ended up driving this year on a dog box and quick change setup which uh i mean added so much reliability to the car um and then just only dealing with uh We ended up with 420 wheel horsepower. So, like, we were definitely down in the lower horsepower bracket for the Pro-Am guys. So having that, you know, the diff changeability at the track was amazing. Because without that, like, we would have have not been able to spin the tires on some of these big tracks. So, as, like, now that we have all that, it's, like, really, we're just going to add the supercharger, add some power, and car otherwise has been great and the setup is fantastic i think and i think it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be worthy and uh, competitive
0: you know i really want a dog box but i really don't want to pay for one yeah
1: Yeah, i I found that one used and it came with everything from the bell housing to the tail shaft like with the slave and everything and a clutch so it was easy.
0: Oh, okay. What clutch did you guys end up running?
1: Um, it's just like an ACT single pu- or single disc,
0: so okay. it's not. You had no fancy. problems.
1: No, um, we'll probably have to change it next year, um, to hold a little bit more power. But you know, for at the time being, like it was pretty much a no-brainer.
0: Yeah, like I'm looking at racing junk right now because you brought it up, <laughs> dude. They're nuts.
1: That website is dangerous, man.
0: <laughs> well, luckily, I'm fucking broke, so guess who ain't getting my money?
1: <laughs> Nobody.
0: Exactly, because uh, I don't have any to give. Um, no, I. so I've decided to stick with the trans I got, and I found a clutch online, and it's a company that I don't know what they're doing, if they're kind of taking a break or resetting themselves, but that clutch went dirt cheap, and it's like, I think it was like six hundred bucks for like a twin disc, um, eight and a half inch disc, clutch like the whole setup with the fly with a um, a billet flywheel, and I was like, damn, I need that. But I'm broke right now, so I'm not even gonna say what name it is because I don't want parts- them trying to swoop it in on me, huh?
1: <laughs> I love the the LSs because parts are just so cheap.
0: Dude, I thought like about get- running an LS seven like that's basically the clutch I had right now. With the cast, mm-hmm. with the cast fucking uh, flywheel, which, you know, I don't recommend for to run for long. Um, but that's what I had, and it worked great until it didn't.
1: All right. I mean, there's so many, like, eBay clutches for, like, 300 bucks yeah, that I'm sure would do just fine.
0: Yeah. Like, but then again, it's like, mm. I didn't, like, the. I have a spec clutch now, and the, actually the clutch was fine. Um, what blew up is the flywheel itself. So that did every, all the damage. That's what overheated. I clutch kicked in and then it just blew. Mm. Um, so, but my problem is if I, I go do that again, I'm going to fucking hate myself. Cause you know, I knew that I was going to upgrade the clutch, but I didn't know I was going to have to change my motor, rebuild my trans and everything else along with that, you know, when right. this fucking blew up. So
1: yeah, it's hard. Sometimes you just got to get lucky. Like, that dog box, dude, we got, I feel like we got super lucky on getting a turnkey set up that we basically just bolted right up to the car. I think the only thing we changed was like some clutch lines.
0: Um, yeah, I remember he and I were going back and forth because you and I have the same uh, slave cylinder. Yeah. And then uh, we found out how to rebuild them and stuff like that. And it's Yeah. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> no. but I but... took, I live down, I live like what, 40 miles from McLeod and I was in the area that day for work. So I was just like, hey, can you guys handle this?
1: Yeah, that must be convenient because ours, somebody modified the one that we have and we sent them pictures and they were like, we don't know who did that, (laughs) but we can't supply you with another one of those. You're going to have to send it in to us. And we were like, well, we don't have time for that. We have like two weeks till our first event. So we're just going to throw some new O-rings in it and pray for the best. And luckily we didn't touch it.
0: Oh, you guys, dude. Yeah, so I originally I did the O rings and stuff at home because it was like twenty five bucks. I was like, I'll just yeah, do it myself. And as then well. as soon as I put it in, it fucking leaked. Uh,
1: I think mine leaked like all year, just a little bit. <laughs>
0: really? No, I I took it down to them, and they're like, Oh, that's an old design. Here's the new one. So nice. they took care of me, so I was happy. But I think the fact that you had one that was that looked like it had work done to it that doesn't help.
1: <laughs> no, I think. Thanks for reminding me. We should probably <laughs> look into getting a, a fresh one for this next year, just in case.
0: Uh, what bell housing are you on?
1: Um, to be honest, I don't remember.
0: Is it a steel one, at least? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. I know. I've been looking at, like, the uh, Quartermaster-style bell housing, or just any steel bell housing where you could actually mount the slave to the bell housing itself. Like, from the inside. Yeah. So, like, let's say you got to pull your trans out for whatever reason. You don't have to, like, disconnect your clutch lines and everything like that. Right. So, that's one thing I'm going to...
1: Yeah, we just did quick disconnects on the clutch lines.
0: Yeah, so do I, but it's just, it's not... You know what I mean? It's still, still gotta, not ideal. Yeah, you still got to fucking bleed it. And I've had to do, like, I have, um, my bleed line goes into the car, like, with me. Because I'm usually by myself. Mm-hmm. And I just have like a bottle and I'll just pump the clutch and do it myself right there.
1: Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> but. Oh,
1: yes. W- it's, it's a, uh, Oh, good. Quick time.
0: Quick time. Oh, okay. QuickTime. See, that's the one I need to get. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, I I don't know if all of them have it. Do you have the LS one quick time or do you have the, uh, the small box Chevy quick time? Cause I know that there are two different ones.
1: I'm guessing it's the LS1, but like I said, that one came, you know, we bought it as a kit Oh, okay. from this guy. So, like, to be honest, like, we didn't even know exactly what all went into it. Oh. Um, like, we didn't know what clutch we actually needed. We just kind of trusted that this guy was <laughs> knew bullsh- what he was doing. Yeah, yeah and was it wasn't bullshitting. Um, he actually, like, I made him, like, send me videos of his car, and then he sends me this, this video of this, like, ripping-ass drift car. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that's sweet.
0: <laughs> okay. um so you're we like actually oh, to, so it works
1: yeah we actually started talking i was you know messaging him for days and then uh found out we had like some mutual friends
0: oh cool so
1: i was like oh okay I can trust you
0: yeah that's that's always helpful um what is your guys's uh your toe setup like you know your rig your toad your um, trailer what do you guys got going on
1: so i have um i have a 2018 f-350 okay and then um I have a twenty foot enclosed but um, Justin has it's a thirty two foot uh I've seen millennium it. yeah the thirty two foot millennium with a with a twelve foot living quarter in it so that's what we used all year um and it was super nice to have that little bit of living quarter on like the super hot days because we would just have the AC cranking and like I could go in there and just chill yeah um but uh we're actually looking at now um we're actually looking at a toter uh, and stacker for next year, which I know right off the bat sounds super expensive, mm-hmm. but we started looking at loans from, and because it's an RV, they give you like these huge loans, like 10 to 20 year loans on them. Um, so when it comes down to it, it's like it's as little as like my truck payment. Um, and, it was, like, a lot of debating and, like, really getting into, like, nitty-gritty budgeting. But we we realized, like, if we have a crew of five people with a toter, um, it saves us a lot of money in hotels and flights. Um, but actually, after listening to Rome's podcast, like, we, we didn't have a plan. Like, you know, he was doing Pro 2. We didn't have a plan from, like, February. You know, like, we were still... Not sure in April what we were doing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So a lot of stuff like hotels and flights came super last minute. So it kind of blew the budget. But like the payments on toter and maintenance definitely is cheaper than Airbnbs, hotels. And not to mention like the excess time because when you have four or or five dudes in a truck – like you have to stop a lot. Yeah. So when you have, you know, when you have something that five people are comfortable in, and you can like stand up in it and stretch and lay down and like eat in it, and you don't yeah. have to stop every
0: take, take a shit two and a half it.
1: hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like we don't we only have to stop every like eight hundred miles because they have two hundred gallon fuel tanks.
0: What? So. Huh. I want now. I want to look into it and see what's it. What's the payment like? Five hundred bucks.
1: Um, I mean, they can be as little as five hundred bucks for sure. Oh, okay. Um, you know, just depends on what you want to spend. Um, we definitely don't have like an enormous budget. Um, but putting it all together, it was like shit. If we can just keep up on maintenance and just kind of figure in depreciation, mm. you know, just like. You know, I don't know, this is, it's always been something I've been good at, is try and buy a car that you can get rid of a year or two down the road and not lose your ass on, you know? Yeah. So, it's interesting, but once you start looking at it, man, you're going to be screwed.
0: Oh, yeah, no. I like <laughs> Dude, I drive like a an 02 Silverado with a 4.8 in it, and I'm trying to tow my heavy-ass car, so... <laughs> it's a fucking. That's why I only go to Irwindale. Right. It's it struggles just to get you know just to go from a complete stop and it's got like the four L sixty trans in it so those are trash.
1: You're like, huh? It's gonna it's <laughs> every, gonna go every every time you leave or you get on an on ramp. You're like, this could be the last one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could be <laughs> by the end of the on ramp or even halfway through. <laughs> you could just have a whole bunch of neutrals.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: but. So, uh, you guys fully committed to next season. Are you, now that you have listened to that episode with Rome, um, have you guys reconsidered maybe not doing it Toter home or are you guys kind of set on that? I
1: like, mean, he, it, that definitely made me second guess it, but, um, there's a lot more factors than just, you know, like I said, hotels and flights. Like it's the time as well, because like, say we have to do Orlando again, mm-hmm. that's, um, easily 40 hours for us.
0: Yeah. Well, you guys so, are going to know next month.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that I mean that's going to be dependent on it, but like, you know, 40 hours with four guys, um that's definitely going to be like there will be 3 days in the truck both ways. Yeah. So um it's definitely hard on your body, you know, especially like me and Justin both have like terrible backs. So like every couple hours, we just have to get out and like stretch. (laughs) But um, I mean, it's just it 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 takes a lot of time, you know, off work, and you know, you either have to take your you know your crew, they either have to take off work or you have to fly them. So it just makes a lot more sense because we can have more people drive and we can make you know forty hours happen in a day and a half instead of or two days instead of three. So, you know, six days of travel could just be intense, but I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, uh, that is kind of a lot. And then, you know, buying everybody plane tickets might even be cheaper, though, because I I assume you're feeding your crew and stuff like that. So, you know, stopping to eat every fucking few hours or unless your crew's down with top ramen and pizza well and that's and, the thing and pizza like, is if you, like you're when you guys are spoiling yourself
1: yeah but i mean if you have a refrigerator and a microwave and an oven you know Damn. it's like and it, you know steak it's
0: taking fucking eggs for breakfast <laughs> <laughs>
1: i mean literally you can it's it's and like uh, it it's hard for me because like you know just again it's like taking care of your body on the way there like not only are you going to get there like totally just drained but like i've been eating mcdonald's you know and arby's the whole way
0: who the fuck eats arby's um no but i definitely understand that i ate there like a couple weeks ago man and i was like fuck i remember arby's no i was like i was like oh i remember why i haven't been here in five years
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i'm just using it as an example you know it's like but yeah you don't don't want to be
0: eating like trash and because you do feel it you know. I mean uh,
1: like even even like the subway in the middle of Nebraska, you know, you're like, How long has this meat been here? You know, like there's nothing worse than showing up to the track with like a thrown out back and you're tired and your stomach just hurts and you're like, Oh my
0: god. So Yeah. And you ate some meat with like mad cow disease or something. <laughs> it, yeah. I can see that. Um but uh, So with all that, like what what is your guys' ultimate goal for next year? Um, obviously you can drive to take second place in two events. And that was technically, that was like your first year in like competition, right?
1: Yeah. Um, the year before I had driven just in Drift, Colorado, which is like our local grassroots, um, series. Um, it's not an FD feeder series. So, I mean, it's, it's grassroots. Um, I had done one. I guess, quote-unquote, Pro-Am event in Texas. Okay. Uh, in twenty, I think it was 2018. Um, but that was the only time I'd ever driven, like, on the Pro-Am level was in Texas. And it was, like, the pinball round. So it was, like... It's to- I don't know if you've seen their pinball rounds, but it's totally different than... No.
0: What is uh, What would that be?
1: They have... So instead of having, like, a definitive track laid out, they have, like, all these... Uh, the k rails like the plastic ones that have water in them and they basically build they build like this tight little section and you have to drive through that and then there's other obstacles around the track but they only say you have you only have to go through the small tight section the rest of the track the lead driver just makes up as he goes And then the follow driver just follows them. So it's like you have no idea what they're about to do. And it kind of levels the playing field between high horsepower and low horsepower cars. Because, like, I got beat by Colin, who um, I'm sure you know who he is. I think he was 15 or 16 at the time. Uh And he was in a 200 horsepower, you know, S50 E36. And he actually took me out in, like, second round. Um so it's definitely just like a different event. Like, um, it's nothing like nothing like these shootouts. Nothing like the you know like Irwindale or any of the big Pro Two tracks would be. So that was like kind of, that was like the extent of pro am that I had done up to that point. Because the previous year I I didn't have I wasn't up to spec to run the Southwest uh, event at PPIR in, in Colorado. Oh, okay. so. What? I got shut out. I got shut out of that event twice.
0: <laughs> what was wrong with your car?
1: Um, I just didn't have a Halo seat.
0: Oh shit, they they require a Halo?
1: Yeah, they did. Um, I mean they still do. I mean the the Pro Am rigs now are, they're I mean basically Pro 2. I think a lot of the series actually went off the Pro 2 rulebook.
0: Uh from my understanding, the rulebook that the drift league runs um one or something very similar to it is gonna have an official FD sticker on it, and all the proms are gonna get it.
1: Yeah, at, that so is at the Sonoma, rumor.
0: So that don't don't fucking uh, don't well, at hold Sonoma me accountable. We,
1: we actually got an FD sticker on the cage. Um,
0: yeah, I heard they, Sonoma does that though.
1: Yeah, but they had uh, you know uh, I forget his name, but the the guy that runs tech from FD was Kevin yeah, yeah, yeah. He was teching all the uh, the pro am shootouts, all the ones that I was at, at least. Oh, okay. So, so they definitely they definitely made it a lot more serious this year. Um, and yeah, they definitely had a lot more rumors about uh, possibly making a Hans mandatory for the years coming.
0: Yes, I heard, I heard um, about that.
1: So it's definitely getting to like those shootouts. Or definitely have a pro two feel to them. Um. But I think it's good because it definitely gave us a taste, especially with the traveling. And we did four events, you know, which is the same as Pro 2. Like, it gave us a real feel on what we're getting ourselves into.
0: So, actually, I kind of want to get into those shootouts a little bit. So, if you can – they seem pretty straightforward. Show up, 40 drivers, you get, what, a day – a whole day of practice?
1: Two? Yeah so so that would be the thing that's unlike Pro2 is that there is a full day of practice and then usually the morning of there's like another half hour or hour practice session okay um, in case like the track conditions change so you get to do like an hour feeler
0: okay before you go out and then they just kind of fucking pick all your names out of a hat or is there any type of uh...
1: <laughs> literally beer cans huh? literally they they pull out like 40 beer cans mm. and write a number on the bottom of each one and it's yeah it's basically pulling straws okay but then we all drink beers
0: <laughs> wait do you guys really
1: yeah <laughs> we really did
0: that's fucking kind of sweet uh now i <laughs> want to go to one um and then so you don't you didn't really have that whole pressure of having to qualify right ever
1: right. no no, there's there's no qualifying. It's just No, I meant
0: like just in general. Have you ever had a qualify?
1: Oh, have I ever? Um
0: I don't think so. Good luck, fam. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, I you know, I, I think it's a cool idea, but I think it kinda like at the same time, like you are a perfect example of fuck, I hope it works out for you. Because yeah. obviously you can drive in tandem well you licensed twice this year um but like fuck i've never qualified like that's i'm not trying to get in your head but that's just something to like no. really consider
1: no i mean it's it's real but like um i feel actually i don't know how i feel like going into pro 2 is definitely gonna be tough because yeah. i've i've never driven any of those tracks um the yeah, only but thing to i Sonoma, to have, right
0: and never driven that track
1: well okay so that's something else that I did want to touch on and something that I recommend to everybody. Um, last winter, like around December, I bought a full Fanatec uh SIM rig.
0: That's funny. Um, Someone just fucking asked me, um, like, Hey, can you guys talk about Sims again?
1: <laughs> let's talk about it, dude. Yeah, I to get
0: into it. it. Cause, uh, I've, I guess people are, people want them.
1: So before Sonoma and I'm, I'm surprised I didn't do this earlier, but like maybe two, three weeks before Sonoma, I downloaded the track, okay. um, on a setup and it wasn't like, cause there's some like tracks that people have like uh, FD where it's like set up for FD and you have like the starting chicane and all the clips and stuff. So I didn't have that on Sonoma and I was actually searching for people's videos, like in cars to see like where they started like how they initiated and where the clipping points were. Okay. Okay. So I downloaded Sonoma, I probably did like sixty laps on it. Like to the point where like I would I got pretty decent at it and then, you know, come back to it the next day and Mm -hmm. be able to be able to rip it first try. So I did like sixty laps on it and then when I got to Sonoma, I did one drive through, like just a parade lap on it. And then the the first time I actually went and ripped the track, I linked it
0: the first try. No oh, yeah. fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, okay, so, so like,
1: it, it. I it's, love it's... I love the sim because I've I've put I have over like two hundred hours logged on it now, and uh, when you're driving online with other drivers, you feel that pressure of like when you're leading a train, like you don't want to fuck up because even though it's a video game. Like, there's real people driving behind you, you know? Yeah. And, like, yeah. that definitely carries on to tandeming in real life because it, you feel the same pressure, like, the same anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it definitely gets you ready for that.
0: Hey, hey. I'm getting a lot you of background off. noise. I can hear myself.
1: Can hear my... What about now?
0: Uh, yep, still hear me. Not uh... anymore. We're good. Okay. Um, I didn't. Sorry, change it. sorry about that. Move. Huh? What was that?
1: I said I didn't. I didn't even move. I haven't even. <laughs> I didn't change. Anything I was here. So. I kept
0: hearing myself. Um, uh, sorry about that. You're good. And it seems like a, like definitely a good investment to have. It just, I spent s- all of my dollars on this car, and every time like I want to make a positive investment to something towards something, you know to help me as a driver or just my program in general, then shit happens like this fucking clutch. So now I'm probably going to be in a new motor and set up and stuff like that for five grand when I could have spent all that money like on seat time. That's what, that was my plan.
1: Well, like I definitely spent, you know, a little bit more than you could to get into it because I have, some friends that just have like Logitech setups or, or whatever, you know, like probably, you know, pick one up for like 300 bucks used. Um, I personally spent two grand on my Fanatech setup for the shifter pedals, handbrake, and and wheel. Okay. But like, honestly, if there's one thing that helped, that helped prepare me for tandem driving and just getting my muscle memory down, like it was that and like, that's honestly the cost of, like, an expensive drift weekend, you know?
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about, too. It's, like, do I sacrifice one weekend and just have dude, have unlimited seat time?
1: I I highly, highly suggest it.
0: Yeah, that's... that's I think I'm going to have... I got to just have the money to do it all at once. Or maybe kind of piece it together. But I got to get I the mean, car dude, running first right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I still, ha- I still have mine... Uh, bolted to my desk like i don't have a fancy you know c- rig or anything no I, yeah. i'm literally sitting in a computer chair with the thing c clamped to my to a big wood desk sweet so <laughs> it it'll definitely you, you can do it on a budget really like it's just getting your muscle memory down because like before that i couldn't left foot brake like for shit um and then after sitting there and left foot breaking for hours it's like now it's just I don't even think about it. It just happens.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's something, uh, I gotta, yeah, I want to get one. It's just, we'll see. I'll cross that bridge eventually, or I'll get to that bridge. I just want to get across this one right now. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, I really want to drive. So that sucks. You know, I'm going to Urbandale, what, in two weeks to go watch, um, FD and like, they're gonna have like a booth there for certain things, and I like I can't take my car because it sucks. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> cars awesome. It's not right I mean, now. It ain't <laughs> not in its current state, but. Uh, you know, I'm actually kind of impressed the way it drives. Uh, it did take some getting used to, but it it drives.
1: What did you drive before the Cadillac? An E46. How does that? How did that translate? From, like, a smaller, lighter car to the big, heavy Cadillac. Kind of
0: like. Uh, you can feel the this car is heavier. Um, I've had, like, a lot of issues with the front wheels rubbing. hmm And that's just because I don't have very much settings on stock arms. Like, they're, they're aluminum. So, I think if I get, like, a legitimate angle kit, not that there's anything wrong with mine. I, I run, like, just some cut and welded knuckles. Uh... And they're fine, but it's the way, like, my the width of my wheels, I have a, a 9.5 wheel up front, Mm-mm. and at full lock, they rub no matter what. I even threw, like, 20 mil spacers on each side, and they're still rubbing.
1: Yeah, I still deal with that as well. We, we actually ended up having to do uh, rack stops. Um, it's fine, like, on the lift and mm-hmm. on a flat surface, but if there's, like, a dip my tire would just lock into the frame rail.
0: Yeah. And then would I just always, lock up I and then you spin. spinning. Yep. Yeah. That was yeah, happening. dude, I
1: mean, we just, we just made some of our own rack stops and, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm in the, so that's the only thing that we'll fixed see. it. I, I, I do want to get like a legitimate kit, not a necessarily kit, like a, you know, decent angle setup in there with, you know, corrected, geometry for what i'm trying to make this thing do but like my kojima had the car in the air because they did a video for it for um with it for the drift league because there was like there's a lot of people who don't want to join the drift league because they think the tech is like too strict so they kind of just went over like some rough things and then but he was telling me he goes he's like uh we were actually going to build one of these for die but subaru came to us and was like, yeah, we'll do it. So we took that car. Oh, nice. Um, but he was telling me that, uh, like, the rear geometry. He's like, all you need to do is just lower like your rear trailing arms, two inches, and he's like, you'll be kind of set with this car. He's like, for the rear. He's like, because the rest of the um, geometry back here looks pretty good. And he's, he's obviously smarter than most of us. So, um, but it's I. It's independent him, rear, yeah. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, how much would you charge to build an angle can? He's like, five grand. And I was like, oh, yeah. nope, no
1: thanks. <laughs> that's that's what a one-off costs.
0: Yeah. He's like, you can copy them and, and sell them. And I was like, I'm not <laughs> doing that either.
1: Yeah. So, well, you're starting your own new business.
0: I'm so trying, easy. man. That shit's, it's so weird over here. Um, like, I got to get a license for it. But then before that, I have to get, I think I have to do a corporation because of uh, racing. So, if I ever do anything with, like, Gerald Hernandez Racing, that needs to be an LLC, and then my corporation for the fire alarm would have to just be its own entity, because you can't legally own, like, two businesses or something like that.
1: What? Is that a California law?
0: I don't, it's something where you can't have, like, two things under your name, like, as a, fuck, because I, I have to read into it more, so if anybody hears this and, like, you're an idiot, like, I know, I haven't read it all yet.
1: Okay, well, you're an idiot. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: because um... <laughs> um, I'm actually doing that right now.
0: What do you and what do you do?
1: Um, so we're setting up. Uh, it's actually an escort. So I would just like find yourself a good CPA who knows what they're
0: talking about. Explain. But um, I'm also poor and trying to do it myself. Well, I mean,
1: I, it's actually fifty bucks in Colorado, but like, I know fifty bucks someone, here. I know, isn't it like eight hundred dollars?
0: So it's uh, for it to. The LLC I've looked in, I I just found out about the S corp stuff, so I haven't d- dug too much into it. But for the LLC, you have to spend like ninety bucks, I think total. It's seventy bucks for the application, and then there's another twenty. I don't remember what the twenty's for. But yeah, because
1: I I was talking about this, and my friend from California said that getting an LLC in California was like ridiculously expensive.
0: Yeah, and then three and a half months after you get your LLC, you have to pay eight hundred dollars. Yeah,
1: so that's yeah, so that's why it was nine or eight hundred. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just out here it's fifty bucks and then you get your EIN and you're set up.
0: California. But um hates us.
1: (laughs) They hate a lot of people. (laughs) I love California, but I don't know if I could live there. I I definitely thought about it for a long time. Um but yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of things they don't like.
0: Yeah, I love the weather.
1: That's great. <laughs> I love Southern California. But so but yeah, man. Um, that's sorry. Go ahead.
0: You guys are still, um, still going to do the same motor. You guys are just going to add a supercharger. Have you TorqueStorm? I know you guys so, are work with them a little. Not necessarily you, but I know Justin does.
1: Yeah. So, um, we tried that. It doesn't fit by like an inch.
0: Damn! Um, Does it, it hit hits, the shock tower?
1: Yeah, it hits the shock tower.
0: Bummer. So we
1: we even thought about like notching it, but um, we just didn't want to get that far into like modifying, you know, the stock shock tower. We the didn't f- know how FD was about that, and let alone how we would feel about that, since it's such like an important you yeah know, vehicle. Yeah, but uh, we actually, I think um. We we were looking at, like, Magnusons and, you know, like, some big boy setups. But after seeing Alec Robbins do so well, um, we I think we are decided on just going with the LSA.
0: Nothing wrong with for, them.
1: Yeah, just, just because, like, I love sticking with things that are as factory as possible. So that if something happens and, you know, we're in California and, you know, something breaks, it's like...
0: You could find one locally.
1: We might have some luck going to the Chevy dealer or, you know, if, God forbid, like, you have to go buy an entire used unit Mm -hmm. from somebody. But it's way, way easier to do that than it is to, you know, get a part that only this manufacturer makes.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, The only thing I don't like about it is super heavy.
1: Right. Yeah, we're we're actually, we did the math and we're adding like 150 pounds. To just from of. that
0: fucking supercharger, like in all the accessories. Yeah, just, yeah I know. Right. I was yeah. looking into it because everyone's like, oh, because I wanted to do like a power adder eventually. I'm trying to plan ahead. And I, like when I found out how much that thing weighed, my car already has like a 55% of the weight up front. Right. So it's a 55-45 and that's nowhere, like that's too heavy and it's already too heavy in the front. So I was like, oh, okay, looks like it's going to be nitrous.
1: <laughs> Wait, hang on. That's the white claw. That's
0: Um <laughs> Dude, those are for yeah. ladies. <laughs>
1: uh. Um Yeah, I don't know. That's definitely we're lucky, you know, with the E36, you know, it comes factory with 50-50 weight distribution. So, so. this
0: car, it was 51-49, but it was closer oh, but, before. But when you take all the the weight off and stuff like that. All the stuff that? out. Yeah. Yeah. It gets...
1: yeah, ours was still re- it was still really close after being built. because um, there was definitely like I remember when I first pulled the everything out from behind the dash in uh-huh. the E thirty six, it was like fifty five pounds between the heater core and just the, the bulkhead. Like there's so much wiring in those cars, but I'm sure it's the same in the Cadillac.
0: Oh, there was uh, I think it was like 40 pounds of wiring that it was just stuffed underneath the dash. Like, all of it. Like, they didn't go through it. Whoever, the guy who had the car before me, he didn't go through it and was like, let me cut, you know, what I can out. No, nope. He's like, no. Just, just he just it. shoved it all underneath the dash and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> coming out. Because I made my own <laughs> harness. Yeah. So it was unnecessary to, like, keep all the extra weight. Uh... Have you guys what are you guys doing for um possible like have you weighed your car? Like had a corner balance and everything like that?
1: Yeah, weighed it. Yeah, we did. Um I it was I think it was like twenty seven fifty. Okay.
0: Okay. And then but with you in it, it it makes the twenty nine.
1: Uh more than that. (laughs) I'm definitely working on that too.
0: Yeah. We've been joking. We've been joking. Same We've been here, joking dude.
1: all year about how, like, it's definitely cheaper for me to lose weight than carbon fiber. So, <laughs> yeah, it but, is. Um, and and, but yeah, how, and
0: probably better for you too.
1: Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, I don't think that ever hurt anybody, unless you're anorexic. But that is
0: yeah, right, not <laughs> my
1: case. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely adding all the weight from that, and then we're going rear mount rad. Um, oh, you weren't already? No no that's why we had the ls1 accessories um because they are i think they're an inch shallower than the ls 3 so we had like about an inch from like the pulleys to the radiator so we didn't modify like any of the front clip at all oh okay so um we're definitely like chopping this car down a lot more than the previous one was i mean Uh it was still full you know full-bodied um I'd only cut the fenders for like fender flares before we had the Big Duck Club kit. Okay. So now we're chopping the whole back off and going to do instead of the over fenders, we're going to do the full fiberglass replacements.
0: Nice from Big Duck um, Club. Yeah. Yeah. J's uh he was he was considering help me out with this car and I was like, I don't think you're going to make any money off of it.
1: <laughs> shout out to rj
0: though yeah, i love rj man he's super cool dude and uh but i told i was like i don't i was like i'm the only idiot that's gonna drive this car i was like you <laughs> might get you might get one person i was like but i just don't think it'd be worth your investment and i felt bad but you know what i mean i just wanted to be honest with him because i don't want to he's someone who tries to help the community and i wouldn't want to like damage that or put it like be the reason he's like ah oh, fuck you guys i'm not helping no more <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to anybody? I don't think I don't think it would be like that. But just I just didn't want to. I just felt like it's not this car isn't for everybody. And uh, I'll just have to pay the extra money to do it eventually, yeah. or I'll keep rocking my fucking uh my steel over fenders.
1: Steel fenders?
0: Yeah, you cut a back half of a car and then you rivet that on.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I've I've seen somebody. That's uh, cool. My buddy Mark in Texas did that with a E36.
0: That's what's done to this thing. It's it's working right now.
1: He just had like some one inch spacers. Oh no,
0: no so I don't have all could, that. Like,
1: you could just like look through <laughs> the over fender.
0: Oh shit! Really? See,
1: like, see like down the other side of the car. Yeah. Huh, I, like okay. you could see like you could look down the door and then see out the out where the taillight would be. It's hmm. <laughs> super funny. I
0: will have to get some pictures of that because uh, I I'm trying um, to figure out what Rome had brought up last the last episode about track width to a uh, wheelbase. Right. And there's like a perfect calculation that's supposed to help you. And yeah. Either... I
1: need to get that calculation from him. But I think, I think if he, if he likes his car, then mine must be good too. <laughs> Cause
0: know, we're right? running
1: pretty close to the same specs.
0: Yeah. And he's ran that car like the whole time. So
1: yeah. and And I'm super stoked to see how, how, the E36 goes in uh, in Pro 1. But, I mean, it oh, just... Oh, that's right. A, It'll and, be
0: the fir- it won't be the first yeah, one. No, I, Chelsea.
1: Well, not since Chelsea, I don't think.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Because um, I know most people... I mean, there's tons of E46s, but...
0: Yeah, and I actually like that car. It's just... But at the same time, it just... I didn't... Like, I don't care for imports at all. So, that's how I was just like... I kind of found this... I actually wanted this car when I first saw it, in like, 2015. Mm-hmm. I found it in you a Facebook. Like- yeah, I found it in a Facebook group. He had just finished the car, and I was like, "This is the coolest fucking thing ever," and I want it.
1: Yeah, dude. I'd never, like this. My current race car is my first BMW. Um, I had never planned on having one. Mm-hmm. Like I was never, you know, that. And my grandpa had an E30 when I was growing up, and I loved that car but uh really like i just ended up with my car because i had sold my previous project and i was like sad of like (laughs) opening opening the garage and not seeing something there yeah Yeah. so i saw this on on craigslist for like 1500 bucks or something and it was just like beat and ragged and like it had already been someone, someone before the previous owner had put the cage in it and there was a hydro in it and a Corbo seat. And like, that was all that was done to it. And some Raceland coilovers that were rusted shut.
0: <laughs>
1: but, uh, yeah, man, it was just like,
0: but it was a starter. It was something to work with.
1: It was a starter. Yeah. And I just like went and did some donuts in, in a parking lot. And I was like, dude, this is freaking rad. And I didn't even know, like, what drifting was at that point. Hey, and
0: sorry to cut you off. Why don't just cut your cage out and redo it? Any reason?
1: Well, that's, like, that's only one problem. Like, the car has just been wrecked. Like, it was my starter car. Um, so, like, I've definitely put it, put the back end into walls. Same. And the front, I went straight into a K-Rail and pushed the entire... Front passenger side, like basically all the way back to the strut tower. Oh shit. So it's just like it's just seen better days.
0: Okay, I can see that. So now with like, that, when you say that, that it makes I can completely understand why you want to build another chassis. And then did you guys make sure that this one's straight? Or are you so guys this?
1: To? So this car that I have now, or the car that we're building now, I've actually had for two years. Um, I planned on turboing it because I had, before I went LS, I had turbo M50, Mm -hmm. um, and it just kept blowing up. And I remember one summer, uh, my buddy had an LS2 and his RX7. It's actually the car that Justin owns now. Um, but I kept having problems with this M50. It like, it would blow up almost every event. And I started driving this LS car because I wasn't ever a fan of LSs, honestly. And I started driving it, and like he would drive it, and then I would drive it, and we'd just like switch back and forth and just hot lap the shit out of this thing. And I was like, dude, I just can't believe like every weekend we go and thrash this thing, and it just works. So um, at that point, I just like retired it and went with the LS. But basically what I was getting at was I was going to turbo M52 this car and have it as a street car. But after it sat in my garage for two full summers, I was like, dude, I'm just like realistically, I just don't have time. Like, I'm not ever going to get to build this car the way I want it. And it's like super perfect. Um, I bought it from a guy who babied it like it was an M3, even though it's just like a Uh 325 IS. It is pristine.
0: And you're going to fuck it up. Yeah, I know we <laughs> bad.
1: I like, I even told Justin today. I was like, "Did you feel bad, like ripping this thing apart because it's completely naked
0: right now?" Dude, I I would honestly, like, if I got another V, I wouldn't turn that. Like, if it was like a really nice one, like low miles or something, and I don't even give a shit about like salvage title stuff like that. But I just couldn't do it to that car.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it was just like realizing, like, hey, this chassis is tired. Um, the cage is bad. Like it's, it's, you know, teeter tottering between, should we keep what we have and rebuild it or just do a new one? And I was like staring at this car in my garage being like, I don't know.
0: I'm on the same I, boat.
1: And I called Justin one day. I was like, dude, I got an idea. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, we ran with it.
0: I hope that works to your in your favor though. I know, but I've seen other people do it too. They'll build like a brand new car. Um, But they won't do it in the extent of what you're doing. Um, Normally, I see other people will build a brand new... Like, let's just say they get their fucking license in an S14. They'll build a brand new S14 for Pro 2. Yeah. With a new engine package, new suspension they've never ran before. So, it's basically an entirely different car now.
1: Yeah. So, like, all we're changing is we're adding power. um, And a chassis. And and we're going to change the coilovers. Um, what are you on right the, now? I'm on BCBRs, so just like the street coils.
0: Okay. What are you guys gonna switch up to?
1: Um, that's not definitive yet. Um, I I know after talking to Rome, he's very uh, adamant about the feel. Yep. And that's um that's what I'm leaning towards. But we're definitely because of budgeting reasons, like we're definitely you know, going to hear out a couple different companies and see what they want to help us out with. But I'm definitely leaning towards going with the feels. So
0: it, I hope it works have out. You consider, have you reached out to BC about upgrading your set?
1: I have. Um,
0: that might be. Something.
1: And they, they, they did give me an offer, but this was a few months back or I guess in the middle of summer when we were still running pro-am. So now we're putting together like a whole new sponsorship proposal package for pro two. Um, and reaching out to, like, FD, you know, because it's going to, you know, it's it's a completely different ball game with, like, how many engagements and how many people are actually going to see this car. Like, it's much more marketable in the Pro 2 realm than it is just in the Pro-Am.
0: Yeah, because you're kind of local. And granted, you went across the country to drive, not necessarily all the way, but... Close. Pretty close. Yeah, but, like, you know... MDU posting it on Instagram isn't isn't as big as FD posting it, or your car actually right. being on um, their uh, live stream.
1: Yeah, no, I mean the FD live stream has like 120,000 views on Pro 2 yeah. on average right now, and like that's I mean that's whole different ball game,
0: whole different ball game. Yeah, that we'll see how that works out. Uh, what, have you, you guys already have a crew and everything? Yeah, I mean,
1: we have, um, we actually, you know, had a pretty solid crew for this last season, um, um, that worked out really well. There's definitely some people that are, you know, changing. Um, we ended up having, uh, Mike Pollard came and spotted for us at Sonoma and that was like, that was definitely a big game changer cause he's been driving for like I mean 10 years like way before I even knew what drifting was and uh he came out and did an excellent job spotting for us and just kind of opened my eyes to how much like that makes a difference so
0: um is he is he going to pro 2 next year as well yeah he is okay so he he can't really spot for you (laughs) no not really yeah (laughs) yeah
1: And then there's, there was a couple rounds where Justin did both. He was, like, crew chiefing and spotting. And um, we definitely put him to work. A lot of cardio. <laughs> so he would run from the spotter stand and run down. I'd pull in and he'd run down. He's like, how's the car?
0: <laughs> Catching his breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, I want to get him on again, too, and probably get, go a little more into the build aspect of it. Um, a lot of – everyone – a lot of people are building, like, a Pro 2 car for Pro-Am, and that's cool if you have the money and stuff like that. But then I've seen people do that and then not get seat time. I am a living example right. of
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely I definitely hurt myself financially um, building this car for this last season. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I did it because now, like I said, going into Pro 2, we're only making a couple changes. Um as like this last year, it was kind of the same thing. Like we were on the same coils, similar engine. Um the only main things that changed were the transmission and the differential. Um you're on quick change, right? Yeah, we're on the winters and the what the other thing that changed with that was we can't run a rear sway bar. So that was probably the, the thing that took the biggest uh that was the biggest learning curve for me. Okay. Because um, the car definitely reacted differently without it.
0: I've never pulled um, it off, so I want to try it. I wanna do like I did, a test and I way. didn't
1: like it. I didn't like it at first. Um it it definitely changed the way the car snapped and uh transitioned.
0: Is it but, harder, is it faster, is it slower?
1: Um you know, honestly, like the the thirty six has Like it snaps really hard and it goes straight out to angle and it just sits there and it's like it's awesome to drive. But with the the sway bar gone, we definitely had more bite, which took some getting used to. But I also like on my first practice day with it, I spun like three times and i had probably only spun three times the entire season before. So it, it, it definitely wanted to over rotate. You just have to be more on your toes and like
0: catch it. Gotcha. Do you, do you use your handbrake a lot?
1: Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say it, it's a lot, but yeah, like I definitely, I don't know. I might use it more than others. I definitely use it to initiate when speed isn't an issue. Um, I feel like it really sets me right where I want it to be. Yeah. But other, otherwise, I really just use it to choke up when it's necessary.
0: Like for instance, on this, like between my E46 and this car – this car requires so much more handbrake input. Yeah. Because it will just want to over-rotate. So, you know, the small little handbrake pull real quick. it Right. That's what was kind of helping me. And then I was finally able to put like a decent lap down and then nothing. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll see. Hoping for better results next year. I really, I really wanted to focus on like seat time this off season, but obviously that's not happening right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Cause I really want to get my pro two license. Yeah. That is the goal. So I'm going to do whatever the hell I can to make it happen.
1: Dude, just sign up for those shootouts. I am. I'm going to,
0: I'm going to, are you still going to do
1: drift league?
0: Yeah, I want to, but
1: it's, it it would definitely be nice to do both because like, you know, we knew going into it, we definitely had, you know, even like Justin was kind of hesitant. He was like, I don't, I don't want to just go and say, like, we're going to get our Pro 2 license this year. And I was like, shut up, man. We totally are. <laughs> but, like, having four chances at it, because I missed the first one. Yeah. Because I didn't sign up in time. But having four chances, like, you definitely, you definitely relax a little bit. And you don't have to be like, hey, I have to win this round. Like, I have to podium. I have to do well. You're just like, if, like, when we went to ND, I actually got knocked out by Troy Manners. Um, there was actually six out of the top eight. Um I went into the top 8 and then there were 6 guys that were all either current or previous pro 2. Oh okay. So so it was like going into that I was like dude I don't know about this one. But I you know it's like at the end of it I was like worry don't feel bad like we have three more chances this year.
0: Well, see. And that's going to be out. like optimistic about that though too.
1: Yeah. And it worked out. So I mean, you know, you show up, you do it, you do a good job. Like you'll get where you want to be just have to have that mind state of like we're, we're doing this.
0: So who are you, um, who are you working with? Like for sure. So far, if, if we can get into that. I mean, I mean,
1: honestly, um, as of right now, only our sponsors from last year, um, which are obviously after hours, um, our buddies, uh, impacted raps. They're, they're going to come with us and, you know, fill the car out again. I've been talking to RJ. Um, I'm going to run Big Duck Club stuff regardless. Uh, Yeah, MoFab's tuning the car again. And then, um, I mean, our only other sponsors were Condor and and Cosmos for uh, suspension parts and wheels. So I plan on definitely trying to maintain our relationships with all these um, current sponsors, but we definitely are trying to add on, you know, whatever we can, get whatever help we can throughout this season because it was it was pretty expensive. Um, I know you do it on a lot better budget than I did, but most of my budget got blown out because of lack of planning. So this year is going to be a lot easier. You know, we'll we'll hopefully know the dates by SEMA um, and start planning from there instead of like two months ahead.
0: Yeah, but then again, I also built a whole new car, right? So that and I do. I try not to. I try to separate that. Like I feel like me building this car is separated from the budget that goes into racing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely doesn't. Like, at least
0: I do. I know some people will just—they're like, "No, you got to add. You got to tally all that shit up."
1: No, I mean you can definitely tell most people do. Like Rome, you know, he said he was like sixteen thousand.
0: Yeah, um, just under fifteen he, grand.
1: Well, he's—he he said that that included the car. Not building anything because he didn't necessarily build anything new on it, but he did include maintenance. But he said he broke like an inner tie rod,
0: and I think a control like, arm.
1: Yeah, like up until Texas, like all he broke in.
0: Yeah, and that all was it.
1: Replaced. And that's amazing.
0: Yeah, for um, sure.
1: But that's like kind of where we were this summer. Like it was the the axles were our only problem, Um but it was the manufacturer who built them built them incorrectly. Oh, so. If it weren't for that, we would have made it out, like, literally just buying tires and fuel.
0: Okay. Shit. Yeah, see, that's that's the goal. And then I have other issues on this car that are questionable, and th- those things are going to be on their way out. And then that's how it turns into, like, a build snowball. So do I just fucking keep driving it until it blows up, or do I let this thing sit in the garage even more while I spend more money on it? And that's,
1: i don't know man that's it's a tough call yes
0: yeah, that's just it's a call for anybody and a lot of people would be like well you shouldn't be out there if you know uh your car's you know not up to par and then some people are like well you should be out there because now you're not getting seat time
1: yeah i don't know man it's just it's really commitment level yeah you know and like this sure. year i just like decided like dude we're gonna do it and like full commitment full send um ran myself dry on my car budget like definitely went way over what i should what i should have for hey, drifting this top, year
0: but top ramen for dinner
1: <laughs> i mean it's just like this is just like a childhood dream that i'm just like trying to chase you know
0: yeah and i think that's to, that's, that's what old. i think that's what i like about it mostly is that i think it's for everybody who thought like for me at least growing up like i grew up like working class parents like who struggled because they had just started their career when i was a kid and they didn't start making money right. Until I was, like, a teenager, and then they were finally able to live comfortably.
1: Right. Yeah, same. Like, I, I was always into cars. Yeah. Like, when I was five years old, if you asked me what I wanted to do, I would have told you I wanted to be a race driver. And as I grew up, like, I obviously realized, like, that wasn't an option, you know. But, like, I had to set cars aside from, like, the age of 18 until, like, 25, 26 when I bought this car. Yeah. And it's only been in the last few years when I've been able to afford, you know, going more and doing more and building further. Yeah. And, you know, and, so. they,
0: and a lot of people, and I've heard this term before like, oh, drifting is an age man sport where it's like um, people like you and I, for instance, who are not, you know, 18, 19 years old with parents who are supporting this, I assume, um, you know, we, you have to wait till your career takes off and you're making some more money. Right. That's I mean how, that's that's how it's working cert- out for me.
1: Yeah, that's was well, certainly my case. I mean I, I was looking at some of the stats of like the pro two drivers and like I'm I just turned thirty this year.
0: Same. So like
1: <laughs> I'm definitely on the higher end of age as far as pro two drivers go. I think the median age is like twenty four.
0: Yeah, to get into it. I know. And uh I'm sure Brandon's Brandon Sorensen lower that median age just yeah. by <laughs> existing. Dude. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and Colin Bernard, um, I think he's like 17, like, yeah. 18. Yeah. But I mean, he's like he's a really good example of like he, they didn't have a hundred grand into a car to get him there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like his dad is super supportive and like that's awesome. I know my parents would have done the same for me had they had the means. Yeah, same. But we just didn't have the means. But like he's also really talented, you know, so it's not just like they're just tossing money at it you know, like he actually puts in work. Yeah. So I like, I have a ton of respect for that.
0: It's a, it's a struggle, but I, some people aren't willing. Some people like hit you with that. Oh, must be nice. Right. And I'm like, mm, I eat ramen noodles, dude. Like,
1: <laughs> Dude. Yeah. You don't know what it took. Like, yeah, I, I've been late on my, the last five years.
0: <laughs> I've been late on my rent because right. it was like, fuck, I have to buy this part now. Because if I don't, I'm going to pay double later and then I'm really going to be screwed. You know what I mean? It's just been like, hey, can I get you the rent a couple of days later than, you know, on this payday instead of the one before? And it's happened. Like, yeah. that's that's a real thing for me, at least. Yeah. Um, but it's not, I I don't make that a, uh, <sighs> what's damn word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't make that like a common pattern, but it has happened.
1: Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it's definitely, like, you know, the commitment level is huge, you yep. know, when you're trying to pursue something like this. And,
0: mm-hmm. and that's what it takes. So. It does.
1: It is. And, uh, you know. But people
0: don't really talk about that.
1: No, they don't. I mean, it's just something that you have to realize, like. Yeah, it's, you just see the pictures that we
0: post online.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it yeah. just looks, you know, you don't you don't realize what all went into it, like. And especially just, like, outside of even building the car, like. I have, you know, like all work, you know, eight, nine, ten hours a day. And then at the end of the day, you know, from like 7 p.m. till midnight, like I'm literally just on the computer, like researching Mm -hmm. builds and cars and like drivers and like and spending time on a set. You know, and it's like it's a second job, you know, like I definitely put like four or five hours into it every single day.
0: Uh, You know who Sean Murtha is? Sean Murtha? No. Okay, so I had him on. He was actually like my second or third guest. And, uh, his, his greatest point was, he's like, I have my nine to five. He's like, and then I have my five to nine and that's racing. Right. Yeah. He's like, that I mean, is... totally. He's like, like I don't have,
1: I don't, I don't have shit for a social life anymore. Like, yeah, I
0: don't either. Like I don't go out and hang out with my friends. Well, I'm not, I'm mostly like, I have friends, but I don't go out and actively hang out with people all the time. Like me and my girlfriend have date night every couple of weeks and that's my social life.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I got invited out tonight. Um, go see a show downtown and i was like nope yeah we got drifting stuff to do exactly exa- <laughs> oh,
0: if you don't mind me asking what do you do for a living
1: um currently right now i'm i'm doing sales and consulting in the hemp industry um oh, that's what i've that's what i've been doing the last few years and it's just kind of been you, something you, that i was thrown into because of like that's what is
0: did that happened after a, it became a, legal
1: uh, yeah, I mean it's been I mean it's been, you know, a big industry here for a while and Yeah, even
0: before. I know before yeah. it
1: was. But same thing, yeah,
0: mean, it's the same thing here. It's
1: it's just kind of like it's just kind of like, you know, the age like my age versus like what is a booming industry at this point in time and it's just something that kind of Yeah, I've just been doing it for a while. No, no that. that's
0: cool. Some people are like no, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Especially no, when I mean, it's like something like that cuz it's kind of like there's still that
1: yeah, there's yeah, there definitely that voodoo, is, but, you know,
0: so to speak, about it.
1: No, I mean it's it's definitely not not here anymore. You know, it doesn't feel like that. And you yeah, know, same here. It's it's definitely changing. I mean, this is it's a legitimate industry that's you know definitely taking hold. I mean, you're gonna start seeing, um, you know, certain products like in very big uh, chain stores this year. Um, in Colorado? So. No, it,
0: nationwide. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's very sweet. Yeah, it is. I think it's good. I think it's, uh, it's creating more jobs. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just, it's what we got right now. Right.
0: So,
1: (laughs) it's Um, definitely a good way to make a living.
0: But, hey, man, uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Not to cut you off or anything, but we've, uh, we're pushing over a bit over an hour right now and I wish you luck next year. Um, when are you guys planning on having your car done and testing it?
1: Um, so I'm hoping before April, I know we shot for April last year, but it turned into 08 oh Hang on. Let's add this quick change. Oh, wait, let's add the stock box. So, um, we're already, we already got the car stripped. Um, there'll be pictures of that on my Instagram like tomorrow. Um, so we're actually, we're being very proactive and, uh, yeah, we're hoping before April, we'll get some, we'll get some seat time and make sure car feels right and yeah, will be booming.
0: All right. So I did get one Instagram question. Uh, we don't, we don't have a whole lot of followers. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but I got a SN95 cookie asked, uh, hot dogs or spaghetti and then he says, Oh wait. What if Pro 2 became a spec series?
1: A spec series? Like, how so?
0: Um, so, uh, Maximum Driftcast has talked about it a lot, and I thought it was a fucking really cool idea, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck. If they do a spec series, it'll turn into NASCAR real fucking fast.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it just seems I—I I know I've heard them talk about it, but I just don't know how that would be implemented.
0: I, it's okay. So NASCAR used to have that, you know, win on Sunday, sell on Monday mm-hmm. thing, you know, because they use relatively stock cars. Like they're called stock cars for a reason. And then, you know, that's changed. Like there's nothing fucking stock about a stock car anymore, no, or, or a Cup Series car, so to speak. Yeah. Um. And it's just not the same. Uh and I think that drifting has that. Like we're only we're limited for modifications. You know what I mean? Like we can't
1: Yeah, you can't can't modify the subframe. You can't tube
0: the whole front like and you know, make shock towers. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean we
1: already have we already have spec tire, um, spec weight, um you can't modify your subframes. Like there's already a good bit
0: You can modify a subframe. What? Yeah.
1: Well, oh no no no, not modify the subframe. You can't like You can't can you do aftermarket. Change... Right, right. That's yeah. what I meant. So like you can't like change a car that was a solid axle to IRS. Dude.
0: Uh yes you can.
1: What? It, I just don't know shit about what I'm talking about then. Uh,
0: uh <laughs> it's it's only it's you know the new edge Mustangs? Yeah. Okay, so they came most of them came with a straight axle, but the Cobras came with an the Cobra, IRS. Yeah. So that one is technically, yes, you can.
1: Well, yeah, because, yeah, it's like you're, you're modifying it just with other, I mean, just because it came, came as a base model doesn't mean that that didn't come from the factory. One of them didn't come from the factory than IRS.
0: Yeah. And then, um, which actually like, uh, Scotty D, uh, he drives a green one. He actually makes like, uh, angle kits and stuff for Mustangs. Mm -hmm. He just recently did it and he's like, it's way different. He's like, yeah, I got some, like, kinks to work out. He's like, but I love it. Uh-huh. And then, like, I have a friend. I don't remember his damn last name right now. Uh, Eddie, he drives, uh, he used to work at Feel. So he drives a new Edge Mustang as well. But, you know, his car like, built to the night. Like, it's a straight-up Pro 2 car. He's got, like, a, I don't know if he has a dog box, though. I think he's still on a T56. Um, but he's got, like, 700 horsepower. Like, the Tubed rear radiators back there, everything, and um, he's also on the IRS as well. But no one's complained about it, and they make a an uh, IRS 8.8 kit for my car, and that's probably the route I'm gonna go.
1: Yeah, I've seen actually what are they called? Um, oh, something garage. Oh, seems legit. Is that right?
0: No, for who? For what car?
1: Oh, they just made a uh, an E forty six subframe that fits in an eight point eight.
0: Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. See, yeah, I wanted seems, to do one when legit, I had mine. Seems
1: legit garage. Yeah. Uh,
0: I a... wanted to do one when I had it, and then because it's those things are dirt cheap. You can go pick them up from the fucking junkyard, from like a an old Marky, like um, a Thunderbird. Yeah. And they're like ninety bucks. And then, and then if you look online, like the spool is like 200 bucks or like 300 bucks. And then they also have like the 8.8 gear sets. Those are like 200 bucks. Like it gets, that's pretty cheap that you could have like a decent diff for like 600 bucks and it's never going to blow up. Never going to blow up. I mean, you might break it. Even
1: if it does, like you said earlier, that's like something you can just go pull out of a junkyard again.
0: Exactly. Yeah. See these things like, these things kind of have like a jet rag, very thin, made of fucking glass basically aluminum diff Mm -hmm. and they blow apart constantly and i remember when i bought my first one in 2015 i did a fucking uh i clutch kicked going onto the freeway i had no idea what i was doing at the time and then i went to go pull in my driveway like on my way home It was like literally 10 minutes later and i lived on an incline i let off the clutch to pull up and then all i heard was a pop and then immediately i smelled fucking diff fluid oh god yeah, and I was like, well, this car sucks. There goes that one. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I had to make, like, my first payment on it with it sitting in the street because I couldn't move it. <laughs> so, it, it sucked.
1: Um, To answer his previous question before we talked about spec, though, yeah. definitely hot dogs, unless mom's spaghetti.
0: Mm, you know, I'm not going to lie, I'm so tired of those fucking questions. <laughs> 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 but he maybe did ask a good but he did follow time. up with a great question no dude yeah, i'm like maybe fuck, next time we many... do one of these we'll have we'll have some more i don't think they'll ever invite me to be on that show but if they ever do and be like can we just not fucking talk about hot dogs or spaghetti <laughs> like, <laughs> please or white claw oh it's not good i don't know how you guys like that shit I mean, I get your, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, like I, I have to deal with it, so I pretend it tastes good. <laughs> no, I,
1: it actually legitimately tastes good.
0: I, I did give it an honest try, though. I was like, you know, fuck it, let me try it. Like, I bought it. I went to my buddy Andrew's house, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll buy it. And then it was expensive, and I was like, what the hell? And I was like, nope, not for me.
1: <laughs> I actually like it, because I've been drinking, like, LaCroix for a while, because I had to get off soda. And I don't know, just got to get used to it. But once you're used to it, you're like, yeah. Is freaking shoot. flavored water,
0: <laughs> but Alrighty righty, man. Uh, thank you again for coming on. I am going to actually reach out to Justin to get him on again soon, uh, so we can talk about all the things he does because he's very much part of ProAm. He does a lot. I know. So I know, and he's he's one of those guys who just like learns on the fly. Yeah, I've noticed. I mean, he's
1: yeah, he's been really like pushing like. As much as I've been trying to push as a driver, he's pushing just as hard on his side, Dude, of, I,
0: of becoming I re- a builder. Yeah, I fucking I love that. Like, I honestly, I do. Like, I love learning new shit. Like, especially if it's like challenging. Yeah. So it's it's always kind of like you kind of overcome an obstacle when you finally figure it out.
1: Yeah. And... Well, it's like and, and it's like definitely in this realm. Like he's been he's been working with cars for you know a long time now, but. Definitely like diving into this, it's definitely a bottomless pit of like you can just push this so much further, you know. And he's definitely like a huge part of our progression this year. Oh, I agree. Like, he brings so much, so much to the table that I wouldn't even think about. And like without him, we definitely would not have been as successful. So yeah, I can't wait to hear his side of things too.
0: I know. I'm actually gonna, t- I'm gonna bug his ass right now, see if he's, uh, I think.
1: Do it. He's up drinking White Claws, too.
0: Oh. oh, what a fucking... <laughs> Forget it. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm, I'm actually going to message him right now and see if he has time next week. But, hey, man, again, thank you. I'm going to let you go now. I'm tired. Yeah, thanks for having me it's on, Friday. man. It's Friday. had a long day at, week at work. Um, Will good you luck. Get some rest. Oh, I'm going to try. I'm going <laughs> to actually probably crash. Uh, Definitely, man, good luck. If, if you guys find yourself in California, hit me up. Definitely. I'll see what I can do to help you guys if you guys need anything. All righty.
1: Well, have a good night, man. Good, talk- Use, good talking
0: with you. You as well, sir. All
1: right. All right bye. bye.